to the Talking Talent Podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for giving us a little bit of your precious time. Uh, if you're listening to this, that means you want to know about uh, some of the top young players from around the world. And uh, yeah, we have a nice group of players, uh, a mix of guys that we're going to see uh, we've already seen this se- this uh, season, uh, and uh, and who we're actually going to see uh, more this summer. Um, and uh, this week we have uh, Jason Filippi, uh, as well as Ivan Mitrovic on the show. And uh, yeah, Jason's going to touch on three guys we saw at the uh, Basketball Without Borders Glo- uh, Europe camp, um, and uh, and then. Uh, and two of those guys who we will probably see at uh, the U17 World Cup coming up that starts on Jul- on uh, July 2nd. And uh, and then we have Ivan Dmitrovic who uh, takes a look at uh, three guys um, who three Serbian uh, two Serbians and a Montenegrin um, and one of them that we will probably see at uh, at the U17 World Cup. Uh, another guy who uh, I think is playing under 20, and um, I think actually Gerbovich would probably be playing under 20 as well. So, uh, but three interesting guys, uh, and uh, so uh, this is of course part of the Taking the Charge uh, uh, Substack, TakingTheCharge.substack.com. Uh, if you want the full archives of this Talking Talent podcast, uh, you uh, please you uh, get a paid subscription. Uh, go on to takingthecharge.subject.com, paid subscription. Uh, if you think it's a little too much, uh, drop me a message. We could talk about it. Uh, but in, in addition to the full archives of the show, you also get the Taking the Charge Prospects podcast where uh, each week we have an in-depth interview with a young talent. And that is part of the taking of the uh, paid subscription. All right. I don't want to take any more of your time. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Jason and uh, even take over. So thank you very much for for uh, for coming around, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, back on the Talking Talent uh, podcast with me from uh, from uh, Italy, uh, Jason Filippi, uh, Pro Insight. Uh, Jason, how are you doing? Uh, all is well, thanks. Yeah, we are uh, uh, actually so time of recording a day before the uh, NBA draft. Uh, which I know you're busy with that. And then day of recording, you know, what, 10 days before the tip off of, or nine days tip off of, uh, of the under 17 world cup in, in, in Malaga, um, you know, club season has ended, but you know, we had, we had BWB a couple weeks ago. We have the draft now we have, a, and then the under 17 is always sort of the tip off under 17 or under 19 is the tip off of national team uh, youth season. Uh, yeah. So no, no rest for the weary. No, really. This is actually one of the most hectic times of the year. In fact, you know, the end of one season and the start of the new season practically overlap. And and that is kind of what it is. You know, I mean, the draft, you know, was really the end of it. And then really right after, you know, we, we, we tip it off with, uh, with the, the, the national team stuff. And I mean, we also have, you know, we also have a, a senior national team. I mean, next week is uh, is also national team World Cup qualifiers. You know, senior senior World Cup qualifiers, and you know some of these guys, you know, they're going to be some young players uh, on some of these big teams as well to watch. So, 
you know, really it, 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 it doesn't end for sure. So. Absolutely. Um, we're going to jump in with a couple of guys we, we, uh, we saw recently at the uh, basketball without borders, the aforementioned basketball without borders uh, and um, and two guys that we will see. Um, I, I would say most likely uh, that we'll see at the uh, under 17 world cup. Um, and we'll kind of get to that over the course of the, of the day of the, uh, of the uh, discussion. Uh, let's start with uh, um, to John uh, Salawan, uh, a guy that, you know, neither of us really knew that much about uh, going into the basketball without borders and, you know, really uh, had a, had a nice event uh, there. He, he, he did play for Cholet this year uh, and made the move from, from INSEP to, to go there um, and uh, was a, was a late starter to the season was kind of dealing with injuries to start the season um, and, and really, you know, showed some promise there and uh, really, you know, kind of, you know, pushed up his stock at the uh, basketball without borders. Um, you know, it's an, another French talent, you know, big guy, six, you know, I guess you'll give the, you know, exact uh, measures, you know, what I ever hear six, eight, but you know, whatever, um, you know, power forward can move the, you know, can, can, you know, run, run the floor a bit and, uh, and, and exciting, exciting player. So why don't you let us know what you have on, yeah. on well, to John Salone. To John Salone, uh, you know, he was a very pleasant surprise. You know, uh, I pride myself with knowing, you know, all, you know, the young prospects, but, uh, this is, you know, a, a guy I did not know well. I'd actually seen him with Cholet uh, Espar team and um, Incept in the past, but I'd never even written a report on him because, well, quite frankly, he didn't catch my eye. He was quite unimpressive. Uh, like I said, he's obviously a late bloomer, both in the physical sense as well as in the basketball sense. In the physical sense, because like I said, um, you know, he um, he's only 16 years old. Uh, doesn't turn 17 until the end of the year. And um, he, uh, like I said, you know, he's a late bloomer in the true sense. Uh, you know, he's had a, uh, he's in the midst of uh, a huge growth spurt that has seen him grow five inches over the past year and a half. Like I said, when I saw him and like I said, did not see anything noteworthy in him. He was this, you know, this scrawny, you know, little kid. Uh, maybe six, you know, six, two, six, three. And now he, you know, he's going to run at least five inches and uh, he measured at, you know, uh, at six, nine with shoes uh, in the uh, recent NBA basketball from Borders camp. And anyways, so just that there, you know, is proof that this kid, you know, still has huge upside. Um, like I said, you know, he has, uh, you know, a great frame, very long body. Uh, like I said, still growing still growing like i said we don't know how tall he's going to become you know uh but he's got a great frame with long body long arms he's very mobile and very agile also and you know the fact that he had this late growth spurt you know this is not the first example of this you know a lot of great players you know they uh, had late growth spurts but the good thing is that you know when they had their growth spurt they had grown up more as guards so they end up being having the bodies of, you know, big forwards, but with the skills of guard, which gives them a huge, huge advantage moving forward uh, in ball skills department, you know, uh, at a front court position. Um, anyways, like I said, I was very intrigued with what I saw. Like I said, I barely recognized him. Um, you know, just like I said, uh, 
you know, in addition to his physical tools, he seems to have a very nice feel for the game. Uh, I mean, his game is still quite raw, but, you know, like I said, he moves well, very smooth. And he has very good instincts, which is something you can't teach. You know, uh, right now he's more of a 4-5, but I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes more of a 4-3 down the road in the sense that he has the agility uh, and quickness, you know, to play, you know, uh, to play, like I said, more of a forward position, a smaller forward position. Um, he has uh, okay ball skills. He can put the ball uh, on deck both from a high and low post to score more, to score one on one. And obviously, moving forward, you know, this could be a strength because you know he'll he'll be the type of player that once he you know learns how to take advantage of favorable mismatches, he's going to be you know he could be tough to stop even at uh, at the pro level if you know, he learns you know how to take advantage of certain situations certain mismatches um like i said he's a very good player in the open court he runs the court hard uh and is a very good finisher in uh in transition he also moves well without the ball in general and like i said just a good finisher in general off cuts to the basket uh just has good instincts you know being in you know the right place at the right time um, he can play both in the high and low post. I don't see much three-point shooting ability yet, but his mechanics look very fluid, if anything. Uh, so, you know, like I said, I wouldn't be. I would expect him to become more and more than an adequate shooter. And his versatility shows on the defensive end too. Once again, like I said, you know, with his size and length, he can you know defend you know. Uh, both four or five positions at the junior level, but, you know, he is mobile enough, you know, to uh, defend and switch onto much, much smaller players. Um, so like I said, you know, this kid, this kid is a late bloomer. Uh, he's improved a lot, but he still has huge, huge margins, margins for improvement. Very, very intrigued uh, by him. Like I said, he was the, the most pleasant surprise from the recent basketball uh, borders camp in Milan uh, at the beginning of the month. Yeah, I, I wrote something up on, on him and Diara for the FIBA under-17 side, and I was actually talking to Danilo Gallinari, who was his uh, coach there on the on the team, and we said one of the things that he was impressed with. Uh, he talked a lot to um, Gallinari, uh, and, and one of the things was that, you know, what he, what Gallinari told him, uh, uh, Salon then basically, you know, really did implement like the next day, and he was really impressed with that. Um, uh, you, you mentioned, um, you mentioned the August, you mentioned the later birthday, so he'll turn, um, he'll turn, uh, uh, uh um, <laughs> math, come on, day, uh, 17, right? Yes, he'll turn her 17, uh, uh, August 10th. Um, and I guess, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the underlying, uh, the underlying, uh, message is, uh, if you're going to have a growth spurt, make it later, um, become a guard first and then have the growth, growth spurt, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, next guy is um, actually a guy that um, not not a lot of people knew him. Uh, people know his brother. His brother is Eddie Edigen, who's uh, actually um, you know playing uh, played this season for the first time in the uh, German first uh, first division, the BBL. Um, played for. Uh, I, I guess he actually has, had a yearly game uh, with with Bamberg back in the 17-18 season, 18, 17-18 season even, but uh, really had a uh, you know first time where he had a you know uh, at least a somewhat significant role, uh, three points, two and a half rebounds, uh, with Hamburg Towers, uh, and uh, that's the older brother Eddie Edigen, and the younger brother is Esli Edigen. 
uh, who we actually had on the podcast on the Taking the Charge Prospect podcast last week. So if you want to go take a look at that, uh, uh, become a paid subscriber for that. Um, and uh, you know, you look at the you look at the the the, the body, and you you know, you're just. Yes, that's a very good athlete. It's a very good basketball player and, and, you know, shines at the defensive end. I'm not going to steal too much of your thunder. Don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, you know, offensively still is a little bit behind. Uh, has has gone, uh, has made a pretty quick jump through the, uh, uh, it was a late starter and, uh, and, and, and made the jump from Regensburg, which is really low level, up to Bumberg, over to, to Bonn. Um, and he played... Um, uh, you know, he played 17 minutes, almost 17 minutes in the pro B, which is the third division in, in, in Germany, um, basically as a 16 year old, the entire season, uh, didn't turn 17 until basically after the season and, and, and had five points and, uh, a little bit more than a rebound. So, you know, for pro B, you know, that's a pretty decent, uh, performance. Uh, had a couple of games, uh, where he had, uh, uh, where he had double figures one time hit four threes and, and scored 18 points. So I know I st- probably stole some of that uh, from you, but uh, uh, what do you have on uh, Esli Edigen? So Esli Edigen is, you know, a very underrated prospect in my opinion. I'm kind of surprised that there's not much, you know, uh, talk about him. I'm not surprised that you, uh, David, you know, had him on your podcast because, you know, you're a student of the game like I am. But I'm truly surprised, though, that he doesn't get much, you know, more buzz, you know, within, you know, the basketball scouting world, uh, you know, even from, you know, several of my colleagues, you know, they rarely mention his name. But I think he's a very intriguing prospect for the pro level. Um, you know, I, for, I first, you know, watched him last summer at the uh, U16 uh, Challengers in, uh, in Sofia, Bulgaria. Um, and, you know, obviously he played mostly, like I said, he, you know, was playing alongside, you know, uh, Joshua Bonga and Mark Kahl, who obviously stole all the headlines. Uh, but he, nonetheless, you know, he still impressed me and intrigued me a lot uh, last year. And like I said, I was happy to see his progress, you know, in, uh, in Milano last week. Uh, at the basketball uh, borders earlier this month, rather. Anyways, um, like I said, Isley, um, like I said, you know, he's only 6'4", and he's really listed more of as, uh, as uh, you know, a, as, a, as a small forward than even a shooting guard, despite his, you know, pretty, you know, average size. But this kid, don't, don't look at, you know, what his, you know, uh, height says. This kid plays much bigger. He may be 6'4", and I don't know how much taller he's going to get because he already has a very, very strong adult body. But he has very long arms that help him play bigger. And he's also a very, very good athlete to boot. Uh, so, like I said, I'm not concerned about, you know, his uh, his height because, you know, his, his length is, uh, is elite uh, along with his athleticism. Um, like I said, he's more of a three than a two probably, but... Uh, you know, like I said, when I saw him last year, he was playing mostly off the ball uh, because, you know, the, the, the German team had, you know, uh, creators like uh, Bonga and Mark Kalu. But uh, in uh, in Milan earlier this month, I was happy to see that he was making some progress, you know, in his ball skills. Uh, he, uh, you know, helped uh, handle the ball a lot more 
uh, than in the past. And he actually did, you know, a pretty decent job at doing so. Um, and, you know, obviously he's very good, a very good open court player, very good open court player, both as a handler and as a finisher. Uh, very athletic finishers, you know, by the way, he had some spectacular, you know, dunks uh, in both events that I saw him. Um, he obviously needs to prove me half court game. You know, right now, like I said, he's more dependent on others to create in the half court game, but you know, I think, you know, his handle has improved. It will move more, improve more. Uh, he's a very good finisher off cuts the basket. You know, he's very active as well off ball. Um, and, you know, he's a, he's a decent shooter too, especially the corner three-point shot. He can make the corner three-point shot pretty consistently. Uh, what he needs to improve, though, is, is his pull-up game. He's mostly just a spot-up or catch-and-shoot guy at the moment, especially from long range. So we'll definitely have to improve, you know, at that perhaps. Um, and, you know, his, uh, like I said, uh, he shines on the defensive end, you know, that's probably his calling card right now, his defensive versatility, um, you know, thanks to his long, long, long arms, strong build and, um, you know, athleticism, he's a very high level, uh, he has the tools to be a very high level wing defender, you know, even at the pro level um you know like i said he can guard much much bigger players uh and as well as you know you know defend out on the perimeter and help pressure the ball he plays the passing lanes very very well so i think you know his he has you know he has his defensive ability is elite i think that you know he will be a high high level three and d guy for the euro league level if not more than that um, but anyways, you know, Isaiah Adesian definitely a very underrated prospect. I think it's going to surprise a lot of people uh, in the near future. Yeah, I mean, uh, defense is there, and really, you know, lock him in the gym, have him shoot threes, you know, every morning, thousand, thousand three pointers, um, and then, you know, the rest of the practice, you know, work on your handle and and that'll go a long way. I mean, and, uh, you know, he, he's another guy who was talking a lot, you know, to, to, you know, some of the bigger, bigger people, you know, he was talking to Terrence Mann. Um, I, you know, also saw he was talking to, uh, NBA vice president, uh, Troy justice, you know, and, you know, was there talking to people asking questions and, and trying to get informed. And, and, you know, that's something that you'd like to see these uh, youngsters, uh, take advantage of the, of the great situation, uh, and opportunity that they have. Um, so mentioned he, he has turned 17 already. He, uh, that was, uh, April, uh, 11th, um, mentioned that, uh, uh, under 17 world cup and, it would seem to me that uh, Salouan uh, from France, uh, the first guy you talked about, will probably make the team. Um, he wasn't on the team last year at the under-16 uh, challengers. Um, and uh, in, they're, not, uh, they're not super loaded at the center. Um, I think that France is, you know, is, you know uh, for all their wings and guards and, 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 and uh, you know, that they have, um, they're... I'm not going to say thin, uh, you know, they don't have, they don't have super centers. And so I think his ability to play a five, um, especially a, sort of an athletic five um, at times, at least um, will will grab him a spot. Um, and uh, it seems to me uh, that the other guy you were going to talk about, uh, Alvaro uh, Folgueras, 
I think he's, I think he's probably got a spot as well. Um, you know, uh, as a, as a guy with a little bit more size, you know, um, you know, the, the, the Spanish team obviously has Mara, you know, as Ma, uh, Almanza, uh, but for gross, you know, gives him a little bit more as well in that. And so I, I would imagine that, that he would be uh, able to get a spot. Um, Spanish, as we said, uh, in the Unicaja Malaga system, uh, we actually have seen him twice now. Uh, he was at the Basketball Without Borders, but he was also at the Adidas Next Generation Tournament. Uh, he was on the uh, generation Next Generation Team Lupuliana uh, because Unicaja did not play uh, as a team. Uh, he did play with for uh, Unicaja at the NGT in the 2021 season. Um, so, uh, and uh, you know, he's been playing. Uh, he's been playing uh, fourth division uh, for Unicaja. Um, and, uh, you know, playing, playing, playing pretty good. Um, so why don't you, uh, why don't you let us know what you have on, uh, Alvaro Fulgueras? Anyways, uh, I'm a big Alvaro Fulgueras fan, you know, once again, you know, it's, uh, like, uh, Edigen, he's kind of an underrated prospect. Um, you know, in my opinion, he always seems to be overshadowed by other more famous teammates wherever he goes, whether it's, you know, with the Malaga junior team or, you know, at the uh, ANGT, uh, you know, next generation team uh, in Ljubljana. There was always somebody that was getting all the headlines. Uh, but, you know, in the end, you know, every time I've seen him, you know, he's turned out to be one of the most consistent and reliable performers. You know, this again, this is a guy, just a guy who's a darn good ball basketball player nothing flashy about him he has pretty average size to be honest with you he's probably six eight maybe 205 i don't think he's much taller than that he might be a little undersized and he needs to get stronger but he has very long arms um and you know he's uh, very mobile moves very well runs the court well and he's a pretty good athlete leaper very underrated He's quick off his feet. He doesn't get enough credit for that. And so, you know, I definitely see some potential, you know, as a combo forward. Realistically, he's going to be more of a, you know, a small ball foreman long term. Uh, but, you know, he has very nice ball skills. Uh, you know, he can put the ball, you know, on deck to score one on one. Uh, and, you know, especially when he's facing bigger opponents, uh, like I said, he's got, you know, a very good finisher off cuts to the basket. He's a guy, he just has a great feel for the game. And like I said, you know, uh, your, your prototypical Spanish forward in the best, you know, sense possible, just, you know, like I said, um, you know, these, the, 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 the Spanish school, you know, is, you know, on pace to, you know, uh, prevail over the uh you know serbian slavic school because you know wherever you go you know spanish players they have a trademark they play hard they just have great fundamentals great feel for the game and ability to make the most you know of their of their you know not always elite physical tools uh but anyways like i said alvaro is just a, a guy that you enjoy watching he just plays uh, so hard he's so active you know cutting to the basket crashing the offensive boards um, you know, he's a good one-on-one -on -one player, as I mentioned. I think his biggest weakness is his three-point shot. He's not a very good three-point shooter, you know, uh, in this moment. Um, he doesn't shoot it much from three-point range, and he's got a pretty slow release, you know, mostly just a spot-up shooter. Um, so that's something he definitely needs to improve at, you know, regardless of his position, you know, whether he's, you know, becomes just, you know, a traditional, you know, stretch four or tries to become more of, you know, uh, 
a smaller forward, that's something that must improve. Um, but like I said, and you know, just like I said, I just love his motor. He plays so hard, you know, even on the defensive end, like I said, you know, he needs to get stronger. I don't know if he'll be able to hand more athletic wing players at the pro level, but just because he plays so hard, you know, I want to give this kid the benefit of the doubt. Uh, anyways, I think he's going to be a very, very good EuroLeague uh, caliber player and, you know, future, you know, pro for the, the Spanish national team. I'd be shocked if he didn't, you know, didn't make the final cut for the upcoming U-17s. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, like we said, the, 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 they don't have a lot of size and he provides that. So I, I can't imagine he wouldn't make it. And, uh, you know, and I'm sure, you know, the, being at the BWB with those guys just gives him that much more motivation as well. He's very versatile. He's very versatile. He's a comp. He, he's more of a complimentary guy, but a high level complimentary, but he's the type of kid that you, you, you need know. those guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, every, every team. And, and, and this is a team that uh, has high expectations. You know, they've been to, they missed 2018 uh, under 17 world cup and the three previous uh, additions, they lost in the semifinals and then lost in the third place game. So they've been to three semifinals uh, Spain have uh, of the under 17 world cup and have no uh, hardware to show for it. So, I mean, this is a team and it's in Spain competition that they haven't won yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it and it was in it was in the the tournament was in 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 uh, saragossa in 2016 uh you know and they 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 lost to uh man i want to say they lost to turkey in the semis and then and then lithuania in the third place game i know they lost to lithuania in the third place game but i think they lost to turkey surprisingly uh in the uh uh, in the semifinals, so good memory. Uh, I was there. I was there myself at the event, but I don't remember. <laughs> well, I've been writing under seventeen copy for like two months, so <laughs> if I don't remember, I I haven't really been reading my uh, re- reading my own uh, reading my own writing. So, um, all right, fantastic stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, like like we said, you know, t- these two guys, um, and 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 you know, you know, so we mentioned uh, we mentioned uh, Fogueras and and Salon, who you know, in theory, both should be uh, for their teams also at the um, under seventeen World Cup. You know, there's uh, Edigen is also in a in a in a um, you know, he's, although no, no, sorry. He's not going to be playing at the under uh, 18 European championship. He's not on there. He's not on their roster uh, for the under 18 European championship, which of course would be qualifiers for under 19 world cup. Um, so, you know, he asked, he'll actually have the summer off quote off, won't have a national team competition or assignment uh, where he can just, you know, like I said, just get in the, get in the gym and work. Um, and then, you know, kind of up in the air, what he's going to do next season, uh, go ahead. Like I said, go check out the podcast, uh, for the, uh, for the long in-depth interview and, 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 and hear about that. Um, but, uh, you know, if he goes back to pro B, uh, you know, as a 17 year old, you know, and is able to produce there, um, you know, definitely, uh, you know, could take a big step forward. Um, and, uh, and then maybe even be playing, uh, under 19 world cup. Uh, if, if the, uh, if the, if the German 2004, 2005 generation, which there's some pretty good players in that, in those old four and five generations, if they can get to the world cup. Um, all right. Well, Jason, I guess, uh, why don't, uh, why don't we, uh, let you give your information as far as where everybody can find you, read your words, et cetera. 
and then we get out. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, like I said, I'm contributing for various websites, uh, including uh, Pro Insight, PerspectiveInsight.com, as well as Basketball News. And I will be tweeting again from the upcoming, you know, uh, World Unmachine Championships in Malaga uh, again, and, you know, for the rest of the summer for all the major events. Uh, so stay tuned, stay tuned for more updates. Yeah. And I guess, I guess, you know, since we have just, uh, so this will actually come out, uh, the day of the draft 23rd, um, maybe just what's one, two storylines you're looking uh, at, uh, the, uh, for this draft coming up. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, like I said, it's, it's a top heavy draft. You know, there are a lot of, you know, top prospects, uh, from the international standpoint, it's, you know, I'll be honest, it's going to be a lesser than expected. You know, last summer, I had high, high expectations for the international draft, you know, for this draft, but it didn't go as well as expected because, you know, several guys who were, you know, rated as even possible first rounders or likely first rounders didn't play, you know, as well. And even the most likely guys who are pretty much considered to be first round locks specifically Usmani Diang and Nikola Jovic. Um, even though they had good seasons, they didn't have great seasons. They had their growing pains, you know, especially at the start, you know, uh, they, they struggled, you know, initially, even though they ended up still improving a lot over the course of the season. And, you know, you had guys like Enzoza, for example, who was considered to be a lottery pick. And now he, he, felt, he, he fell apart. He fell apart. That, that yeah. was... This is obviously, this is a cautionary tale, you know, by the way, I like him, so I still would draft him. Yes, I would not draft him in the first round after his mediocre season, but I still would, you know, gamble on him at least in the second round, perhaps, but that's just me. And personally, I'm going to be very curious to see how the Italian kids do. Uh, because, uh, you know, both, uh, both Gabriele Procida and Matteo Spagnolo, uh, kept their names in the draft. Um, so anyways, I'm very curious to see how they'll do. You know, I think that Prochida specifically will get drafted. Uh, he would make a nice, uh, you know, draft and stash guy, perhaps, you know, for some for some team. So I'm very curious, you know, those those storylines of the uh, Italian kids, because, you know, well, we haven't had, you know, uh, many Italian guys in the uh, in the draft recently. So I'm hoping to see, you know, uh, some more in the, in the future. Yeah, I mean, Yannick and, and Zoe, you know, uh, he will play the first month or so of the 2022-23 season as uh, as an 18-year-old, you know, doesn't turn 19 until November 15th, you know, so I mean, really still, still a baby, um, yeah. you know, and for the growing pains that he had this season, um, so, but uh, yep, yeah. all right, fantastic stuff, Jason, thanks a lot. Uh, uh enjoy the draft um you gonna stay awake for it oh yeah yeah i always do it's a tradition you know even though i don't have any state any stake in it uh mm. so i need i want to be updated you know what's going on so for sure you know, the rumors and all so anyways all right okay. fantastic stuff then we'll definitely talk to you in two weeks um and uh maybe from malaga we'll see uh but uh, definitely uh enjoy the draft and enjoy the uh, final preparations for under 17. Okay. All right. Back on the Talking Talent uh, podcast with me from Serbia is Ivan Mitrovic, uh, Balkan Prospects. Ivan, uh, welcome back. How are you doing? 
Thanks for having me again. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, day of publication is the NBA draft. Uh, yeah. You gonna you gonna stay up and watch it, uh, follow it, or what? Do you have a do you have a draft? Uh, any sort of draft? Um, any sort of relationship or <laughs> draft draft watching? I mean, obviously not a party, but do you follow it at all uh, live? Yes. Or? I, I try to, but every year is different. I try to stay up. Sometimes I make it. Sometimes I don't. But yeah, I. I I try to watch as much as possible. If if now if not, then I wake up early and then I see what what happened a couple of hours before. Um, seeing that you're Serbian uh, and uh, and you know Balkan prospects, Serbian prospects, uh, how much, how many, how many requests for information, whatever have you gotten about uh, Nikola Jovic? <laughs> per day or in total <laughs> per, per day even then uh, I, I, would, I would nah I'm just kidding but a lot yeah a lot it, he it, there has been a real real hype around him but not only around him Karlo Matkovic had a great combine so mm-hmm. so a lot of lot of people started like finding out more things yeah about him after the combine not, not many people asked about him before because all eyes were on on Jovic, but yeah, I think those two guys, along with with Samar, who couldn't play here, but he's from Slovenia, they are they are all really really talented guys. But all the hype is on Nikola Jovic, that's for sure. I, I know I know uh, we've we've talked about him already before. Just uh, maybe just your your thoughts in general about we don't you don't need to go into you know depth of of uh, you know but but do what do you what do you think? What do you think happens with him this year? I've I've been asked, and I and maybe I'll just give you my two cents after after you here. But what what do you think? Uh, what do you think happens with him this year? Would be best for him this season? Well, this coming season. So after the draft, etc. Yeah. I, first of all, I think I think he'll be late first round. I guess he won't go lottery pick as as they as they spoke about it in the start of the season. That that's not 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 realistic. I think late first is much more realistic option for him, for him, and then it just depends the 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 situation where where he ends up. I think he'll need at least half of the season to to adapt to adapt to a to a new system to a new club, which which will be his first uh, first team beside Mega in, in senior basketball. Like he only beside Mega, he only played two or three games for national team, so. He spent whole his senior career, if, if if it can be called like that, in Mega. So he'll need time to adapt, and then I think he 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 can bring a lot of things over there. I mean, shooting, size, length, just the talent and 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 ability to do to do things with the ball. Uh, as as I spoke before, he will not be a primary ball handler over there. That's for sure. I I don't think he he will play as with the ball in his hands as much as he did in Mega. Uh, he won't run pick and rolls that much. He won't he won't create that much with the ball. But he absolutely can can put the ball on the floor. Can play with it with it, and then he just his scoring instincts and and ability to score from various positions. I think he he'll be decent decent uh, role player coming off the bench. But he just needs. I think at least half of the season to to adapt to completely new new game basically. Uh, 
Yeah. And do you think he's better served with the bad team or a good team, a bad team where you're almost sort of uh, you almost have to play him because he's your, he's your pick um, or a, or a good team where you don't really necessarily need something from him and you can let him give him time. Well, uh, I think bad team for, for the beginning, because he never actually played in the team that's fighting for the titles over here. As mm-hmm. I said, right. he Mega is only, only team. Mega. That, that, yeah, I mean, of course, Mega is trying to win. That's no doubt about it. But their the title is not not their main goal. So I think the let's say bad team, like not not the title content, not the playoff contender, uh, will be much much better option f- for him in 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 he, in the beginning of his NBA career, and then afterwards, it's it's up to him. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm guilty as well asking you about the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but it's but it's okay. I, I, I no, was, just kidding. You know, uh, I, um, so uh, let, let's move into your guys. And, and the the first guy that that uh, that we are going to talk about is um, a guy that we're going to see actually in a couple of weeks. You know, I mean, uh, you know, club basketball is done, but national team basketball is is really just around the corner. U17 World Cup is going to start uh, in less than two weeks. Starts on on July second, the Saturday. Um, and a guy who's uh, playing a year up for Serbia um, is with uh, Real Madrid. That's Mitar uh, Um And, uh, you know, he was on the team, uh, the under-16 European Challengers team, you know, averaged nine points, five rebounds. Um, he's had uh, in the four games I've seen stats-wise, had seven points and 11 points in the two games against uh, against Slovenia and then against uh, France had four points, three steals. And then again, the game against Spain, uh, 14.6 rebounds, two assists. Um, so, you know, it's a, and, and, you know, coach Avramovic is, is, you know, he's kind of looking for answers, you know, cause Topic isn't there. Um, and he, you know, Topic was really such a, you know, a huge part of that team last summer. Um, I'm not saying that Bosnikovic was is, is going to take over that role or anything, but he's you know kind of looking for how you know how to fill you know the how to change things up, and you know this is a guy that uh, you know seems like uh, you know could have the weapons to kind of uh, you know do a little bit. Uh, so why don't you, uh, for fans that are going to see him really in a couple of weeks, uh, your thoughts about uh, Mitar Bosnikovic? Yeah, as you said, he he should be one of the uh, maybe not the main guy, as as he is still year year younger, just like he he was previous summer when he played with this 2005 generation at under 16. But he'll clearly have have ball ball in his hands more more than uh, that will be the case if if you if uh, Topic is there. So he he's moving more to a, a ball handler position, even though that's that's nothing that's not something that it's a. Uh, uh, primary his primary position and not not something that he 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 play he plays a lot but his background wise he played he played in in a star, uh, basketball club star in in Novi Sad he played in under 17 league uh, that was now two seasons ago uh, as a two two years younger and after that he he played at under 16 world cup as a year younger and went to real madrid this year uh, he he's around two meters tall. He has a great size for his position. Uh, his his body is pretty developed already. He he's kind of a, a early bloomer, 
so he maybe even reached his ceiling in 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 the size height wise and of course body has some room to get better but it's already pretty well well developed and, and well shaped he has good physical tools he has solid frame and he uses that uh to play to play through contact to finish against stronger guys to to be more more uh, physical defender uh on the other side he lacks of elite athleticism lacks of 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 explosiveness and and doesn't have much burst uh in his game and it's not really quick off his feet nor in offense nor in defense but he mostly plays as a secondary ball handler or 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 a wing but as i've said he can really play with the ball in his hands he can he's solid ball handler and and he can create shots for himself when, when he has ball in his hands but mostly he goes for for straight line drive especially when driving from from perimeter and and tries to get to the to the hoop as easy as possible and as i said he is not not afraid to finish finish through contact he uses his physicality and then he can be decent finisher finisher at the rim mostly with his right hand but can also use his his weaker hand as well um shooting wise uh he has solid form uh can shoot off the spot but for higher level i think he needs to do some upgrades and and needs to be better better shooter both of the move both of the bounce and needs to be more he he's fine now but i think for higher level he needs to be even more consistent and to shoot the ball in in higher percentages uh, on the other side of the floor as i've said he uses his his physicality uh he he's pretty aggressive defender he on this level he he can defend multiple positions he can even switch with bigs but a higher level i think if he he'll be more of a perimeter defender defending uh guards or 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 wings but what i like about him he really plays with a lot of energy and as i said in the in the beginning i think he can be a leader one of the leaders of 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 this Serbian under 17 team you know on world cup even though he is a year younger and and in future uh guy with 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 his size even if he doesn't grow up much more he's pretty well sized for a guard uh he's still still 15 years old so he has still some room to develop naturally uh he his offensive skill set is 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 pretty pretty solid he can do a lot of things on offensive end uh plays with high high energy level and uh he is for sure very very intriguing guy to to follow to follow in future and to see if if he can make it to to Real Madrid's first team in in a couple of years yeah and i mean i imagine we'll see him you know as long as he stays at Real Madrid i imagine that we would you know would you know very could well see him at ANJT next year you know wherever Real Madrid's playing yeah. he would be he'd be a year younger but you know that they, they've never stopped. Uh, they've never uh, shied away from that. Uh, and a note on the under sixteen last year uh, in the last game against Turkey, twelve of fourteen free throws. Twelve of fourteen yeah, yeah. free throws in that game. Yeah. You know, uh, scored all twelve of his points. Um, but well, you know, to go line, yes. to go to go to the line fourteen times in in a single game in only twenty two minutes. It's not like he played forty minutes or or forty two minutes in an overtime game. It was twenty two minutes and went to the, the to the line. Yeah, that's what uh, I said. He's pr- pretty aggressive and yeah, exactly. Doesn't shy away. Exactly. That's why I was gonna yeah. uh, ch- jump on that. Yeah. So to just a, yeah. a, sig- a signal to that. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, he'll turn actually turn fifteen uh, turn uh, sixteen later in the summer. Um, uh, end of yeah. end of August. Uh, 
Uh, I moved to the next guy, um, and that is a another Serbian. Um, and imagine he'll be playing the under twenty tournament, uh, under twenty European cha- championship. Uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure what what the what the uh, what the rosters look like, but 2002 born. Uh, that's Mihailo uh, Muzikic, and we've seen him actually quite a bit. He's been at the at the ANJT a couple of times. Uh, was actually back at the under sixteen European Championship way back in two thousand eighteen. Uh, was at the World Cup last year. Uh, um, you know, with Jovic and with uh, Jurisic and and whatnot. You know, that was uh, that was his generation. Scored more than ten points, uh, almost five rebounds, more than uh, almost three assists. Um, you know, it's a guy that's been in Mega's system now for for a few years. Have been has been kind of on loan as well uh, with OKK Belgrade, but you know basically in Mega's uh, system, you know really for qu- uh, quite a while. Um, and uh, yeah, like I mentioned, probably do under twenty European Championship this year. Uh, so uh, and and split this year between uh, OKK and 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 Mega. Uh, so what are your thoughts on uh, Mihailo Muzikic? Muzikic, yeah. Mushikic, yeah, he he will be. He's he. I I assume he'll be at under twenties as he's on a on a roster for for the preparation camp. Uh, well, he he played this year in if both for OKK Belgrade in in Serbian Kalas League and also in uh, in in Mega, especially especially in the uh, last part of the season. But he was a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, team captain of of OKK Belgrade, averaged. 14.4 points per game and 6.7 rebounds. As you said, he he was member of basically all national teams. He even played on World Cup last year. Uh, played a couple of NGTs in past, so he's pretty well known name so far. Uh, he first thing that stands out is his size. He grew up to seven foot now. Uh, grew he even grew a couple of centimeters in in past, in, in, in past two years. So he is now legit legit seven footer. Uh, even improved his body a bit. Um, he had major tr- troubles with, with his body strength and, and, and his physicality, but it got better since he started playing on, on senior level. So it still has slight troubles with his physical strength and, and toughness, especially in the low pause, but because he has a thin, thin frame and, and also thin hips a bit, but, but he improved it. And I think there is still mo- more room to improve that. So, he he worked on it. Uh, he's not athletic, obviously, as he's pretty tall and, and he has pretty long legs. But he's he's mobile for his size and, and he moves pretty full, fluidly and, and well on the floor. Uh, besides his his size, he uh, he started playing a lot as a stretch five in, in past years. Uh, even uh, he became more accurate shooter from behind the three point line. I think he had around 30, 30% in, in Serbian KLS league behind the three-point line, which is pretty, pretty solid for a for a seven seven-footer uh tall tall big guy. Um besides shooting, he's really talented and, and, and skilled big when it comes to when it comes to low post skill set. He's pretty polished. He has a very soft touch with both hands and uh, he can really score the rim. He he of course he has ability to play above the rim thanks to his size, but his low post skill set is pretty polished and he knows how to use pivots and knows how to create advantage on the on the low post. Uh, 
as I said in the beginning, he has some troubles with with his uh, lack of uh, with his physicality and lacks of strength. So finishing finishing against stronger bigs is still a slight problem. But but he really managed to adapt his his body to to senior basketball and and to become better better finisher and and better low post player against against stronger and and older big guys. Uh, on the on the other side of the floor, he is obviously good dream protector and, and shot contester. Thanks to thanks to his size, he can change shots, but he he has troubles to to switch and also has troubles to to defend the, the pick and roll when 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 teams when teams attack them. Mega, Mega or Kakai is usually usually defend defending that in, in, with him with him being in drop coverage and, and trying to. To, to save the space with, with his size and length. But overall, for me, he, he's one of the most talented bigs in, in his generation, mostly when, when it comes to his low post skill set and, and and just versatility, versatility on, on offensive end. As I've said, he, he, can, he can even stretch the floor, he can shoot a ball. Uh, and then on the low post, he, he is pretty pretty skilled and he has pretty soft touch with both hands so uh knowing mega system where where they like guys who, who can sh- who can stretch the floor and who can shoot we have more than more than few examples of that in past i think uh he should have a pretty decent role next year for 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 them in 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 abba league i don't know if he's going to be uh uh starting five or but for me more realistic option is him being uh, Guy come, who is coming off from the bench, but I think he should have decent role, and we'll see how he develops. Especially now, when when Mega changed their coach, it'll be interesting to follow him. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, the outside. You know, he had he actually I know super small sample size, but was uh, six of twelve, fifty uh, uh, percent at the under nineteen World Cup had uh, three, yeah, three three pointers in the in the final game against against Canada, you know, flashed a yeah. 25, six rebound, four assists. Um, I guess I kind of need to mention the six turnovers, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's against a lot Absolutely. of a- a- athletes and stuff like that with, with Canada so yeah. with hands going around. Um, all right, cool. So we'll see him. Uh, so wait, he, so he's, uh, he's already turned. I think he's a, a late, yeah, he's already late March. 20. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Late March. All right, last guy. Uh, we're gonna move over to Montenegro, um, and you know, I mean, this guy's. I mean, this guy's been on. Seems like he's been um, actually uh, uh, with uh, music. Uh, Musikic. Um, he was actually a runner-up in the in the uh, with Mega in um, at the um, at the and um, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finished runner-up. Uh, lost to. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, use? that was uh, two thousand one, two thousand two generation. Yeah, two thousand nineteen in 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 uh, yeah. in in Victoria, mm-hmm. Gastais, Victoria. So Real Madrid, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next guy has been on. Actually, it seems seems to me it's been on my radars uh, for quite a while. Um, it's because uh, Andrea Gerbovich, two thousand three born, um, actually came over to Ulm. I mean, of course, we saw him before, but he came over to Ulm in two thousand eighteen. Uh, yeah. Played at, played at the AGT there and then stayed there, uh, and then only this past season left Germany Germany to go back to or not sorry not go back well yeah I guess he went back to 
uh, went back to Belgrade uh, to join Mega. Uh, yeah. But, you know, there's a guy that's been in the, you know, uh, national team system as well for Montenegro, uh, U16 under uh, U16 2018, uh, went down with them. And unlike others from the 2003 generation, uh, uh, played at the under uh, 16 Division B then uh, the following season in 2019. Yeah. And obviously we haven't seen. Uh, we haven't seen uh, them. Uh, we didn't see a, a championship. You know, there was a challengers last year, which he didn't play. Um, but uh, and to be honest, I'm not sure if he's on the under 19, under 20. I know that that competition is in in Montenegro, so I would imagine he's probably in that uh, in that roster. Uh, but you know, spent this season uh, spent this season with Mega, um, and and just like uh, and just like um, uh, music uh, musicich uh, really spent the you know uh, you know the season with OKK and then went over to uh, to Mega uh, did play with Mega at the under uh, in the in the ABBA uh, under nineteen uh, and yeah. was and really had a great tournament or a great season in the under nineteen. Um, and uh, was actually probably their best player, right? In the in the yeah. in the title game against Derby, uh, CS, CS Derby. So, why don't you let us know what you have on uh, Andrea uh, uh, Grubovic, two thousand three born Montenegro? Yeah, as you said, he was he was probably the best the best mega 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 player in this uh, season of ABBA U nineteen competition, and he was the MVP of the of the final four tournament in Ljubljana. Even though all eyes were Nikola Jovic, as though were his last last games in 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 basically Europe before heading to the draft, but Grbovic was for sure their best player, and and he deserved to be MVP of the competition. Uh, just like Mušikić, he 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 spent this year playing for OKK Belgrade in in, in uh, Serbian KLS league, and also uh, ended up season in in Mega for for playoffs of Serbian league. Um, had some ups and downs this year. Managed to finish the season with ten points per game and and four bounds per game in in Okaka Belgrade for uh, in Kyle's league for for Okaka Belgrade. Uh, came came from home this year. Had had some needed some time to 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 adapt to Mega, but uh, he is really really talented guy. He is really well sized sized and and mobile for his size. Currently stands at two oh seven, so he is six ten tall. Uh, moves pretty well for for his position, but uh, lacks of body strength really, and and lacks lacks of, of elite athleticism. Um, needs to upgrade his body in terms of physicality, and really needs to be needs to be more tougher. Uh, occasionally, he really doesn't doesn't like to to play to play uh, in contact, and and that's I think something that he will really need to change. But as I said, he is very talented. Offensive player, first of all, he can do bits of everything on offensive side of the floor. Um, he is a good shooter. He has decent range. Um, he has nice, nice shooting form, uh, fluid release, and and he has pretty, pretty good footwork. Uh, can can shoot from different positions, not long, not only from from the spot, but also from the move. Uh, has ability to put the ball on the floor. He can attack closeouts from perimeter. Uh, but again, finishing at the rim can be can be a problem because of his lack lack of lack of tough, toughness above lack of physicality. Um, 
he can also dribble the ball down the court. Uh, he can push, push, push the fast break when he, when he grabs rebound. Uh, he has pretty solid basketball IQ. Understands the game well. Has good court awareness. Uh, knows 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 where where to be on offensive side of the floor. Uh, so he he really he really can do a lot of lot of things on the offensive side of the floor. And that's what he he's been doing since under fifteen. So he he really uses his his talent well on the offensive side, but on the defensive side he has really problems because he lacks of aggressiveness first of all, and due to lack of quickness he cannot he cannot really switch with guards. But uh, as as mentioned multiple times, due to lack of strength and toughness he he has troubles to to defend stronger bigs. He can really contest the shot shots on the on the perimeter because of his size and length. Uh, he can be solid rim protector, especially from help side. But he needs to do do some work in in becoming becoming more stronger and and more more aggressive guy. Uh, but overall, he he's one of the one of the couple of one of couple of very very talented uh, 2003 born born Montenegrin players. That generation of, of him. Uh, Fedor Zhugic, uh, Georgi Ivanovic, uh, Stefan Vukšević, and, and so on. So uh, he's for sure top top five top five prospects in Montenegro at the moment. Uh, he can play multiple positions, especially on the offensive side of the floor. And if he continues to develop his his talent, I think he can be he can be efficient even on higher level. But for in order to play on a higher level, he really needs to be more. More aggressive and 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 tougher guy. So uh, I look forward to 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 follow him next year. He's he's also going to. I assume he'll also be be member of, of mega team next year in Aba League. If not, then he'll be for sure one of the one of the main guys in Okaka Belgrade. So it will be it will be fun fun to to follow him and and check his development next year. Um, do you foresee him almost needing to be a little bit more of a facilitator? The what what I what I bring up is, uh, you know, mainly the Okaka. Um, you know, twenty seven games, six hundred minutes, seventeen assists. That's zero point six per game. Um, yeah, you're. Is that is that something that you think uh, he needs to? Be, I mean, he shot forty percent on three pointers. That at Okaka, um, is that something you think he needs to do a little bit more? I mean, he did do more of that, and the Abba under nineteen was at one point eight, uh, just six games, but it was uh, you know uh, eleven and six. Uh, do you think that that's something that he would kind of need to do at uh, you know early on to you know really be a little bit more of a of a of a disher as well? Well, he was always a score, scoring first type of guy. He he never, uh, I don't want to say never paid attention to pass the ball, but that was never a, a primary thing for him. But yeah, I mean, not he, quite a black he, hole, but like a shade, yeah, of gray, shade of gray, shade of gray. But he he of course he needs to improve that. But uh, he he was always a, a scoring first guy, and I think that will stay like that. I just don't know if if he can do that all the way to the. High, highest possible level. Uh, if if he doesn't, if he doesn't upgrade and and add some passing to to his offensive game. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, 
Yeah, and so uh, Grbovic uh, will turn 19 uh, mid-September. So uh, we'll yeah. play the under-20 European Championship at home um, at, uh, at, yes. um, at 18. Uh, yeah, 18. All right, Ivan, yeah. uh, then uh, we will call it a day. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, read your words, etc. Yeah, uh, Balkan Prospects uh, on, on Instagram and Twitter as well. And balkanprospect.com is our website. And recently we've been posting some draft, draft videos and stuff like that. So everybody can check it out over there. Yes. Nikola Jovic. But not yeah, just, not obviously. just, not just, not just, and yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know, there's always a couple, you know, always a couple of Balkan guys that are interesting, you know, it's just, yeah. it's amazing sure. that, you know, the Serbia in particular, they never, they never stop, you know, it's there, <laughs> yeah. you know, and all right. like a machine. Yeah, sir. No, for sure. Uh, the, you know, yeah. Yugoslavia has been picked apart and smaller and smaller, Serbia smaller, smaller, and you're still uh, yeah. able, able to produce. And not just not just uh, players for for there in your country, but now I mean exporting them all over. I mean you know uh, throughout Europe, but now also more and more to the states. As you've as you've talked about all you know this whole half year uh, that we've yeah. been doing it, a lot of guys uh, over in the states, and um, so right. Great, fantastic yep. stuff. Uh, we will talk to you then uh, in two weeks, right in the middle of the under nineteen, uh, under seventeen World Cup. Uh, yeah. Any, any any thoughts on, on 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 their chances? I mean, you know, not having Topic and, and the big guy, you know, definitely will will be a will be a kind of a, a tough one there. But uh, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think Serbia is going there with thoughts that they, you know, you know, that their, that their um, realistic goal is to win it. Of course they want to win it, but, you know, I think, you know, quarterfinals and then who, who knows that kind of, you know, they have a tough group and then whoever they kind of get matched up in the round of 16 is going to be uh, kind of difficult, but thoughts on, on what they can do. Exactly. I think just the, if, if they, if they advance from the group, there'll be a solid success. And then afterwards, anything can happen. But I, I don't think they're, they're really chasing the gold medal or, or whatever, especially when Topic is out. Basically, for the second competition in a row, he only, he only played two games, I think, uh, or one game last summer at under-16. And he's true true leader of this generation in terms of, of organizing game, uh, being basically coach on the court uh, with his experience, poise, and everything he can do. So without him, it'll be tough. We of course la- lack of size with with Malaysia, which is absent as well. But we have some, some some big guys who can who can sub him. But yeah, I think advancing the group will be will be well. They all pretty, they pretty all they all advance. Group. They all advance. They all go from the first from the group stage to the round of sixteen. Yeah, but but I mean, but I mean, but I mean quarterfinals. Quarter, I mean yeah, first yeah. first. I mean you have you have France and Canada, and plus New Zealand, who probably they're their thoughts are they disappointed uh, finishing third in, in Asia. Um, And so you're looking at, you know, depending on what happens, what kind of, what kind of Canada, what can, you know, what Canada looks like um, uh, in terms of uh, organization, everything like that, you know, second or third, I would imagine. Um, And then you look at the other side, you you have Spain, Dominican, Japan, who took the silver in Asia and Lithuania. So, uh, you know, maybe Japan, maybe Dominican, Dominican, they're a bunch of crazy, you know, uh, up-tempo guys, 
I don't know if that yeah, totally fits uh, Serbia's style. Not you know? at all. Not <laughs> at know? all. Serbia do like to have a certain amount of uh, structure in the game. And, and if Dominican yeah. just, you know, throw presses at them and, you know, it's like, I don't know if that's necessary. Yeah. And so, and, and, and Japan's that, 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 that um, Kimoshima, I don't know if you watched any of that uh, under 16 Asia, but you know, he's just pretty, followed he's, he's yeah. pretty impressive as far as shot making and creation and stuff like that. And they have a couple other guys around him. It's this isn't, this isn't uh, Hashimura Japan where it was him. And then really not even scrubs, you know, this, they yeah. have a couple of guys around him. So uh, it, it, it could be, this is a, not an easy road for, for Serbia. So. Not at all. That's one thing just, I mean, advancing after the group, winning winning one one game, or in this elimination phase would probably be be a success. But let's see. I mean, a lot of things can happen. Yep. Sure. All right. Even thanks a lot, yeah. and we'll talk to you in two weeks. Sounds good. Bye.